0: Megan. I'm Colin. And this is
1: Pet Pet Sitter Sitter Confessional,
0: Confessional. an open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Hi, you are now listening to episode 239. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It is almost the end of 2021.
1: And boy, howdy am I feeling it.
0: So we are looking forward to 2022 today. We want to thank our sponsors, Pet Sitters Associates, and our wonderful Patreon members who support us every month with the price of a cup of coffee. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast each week and want to contribute a little bit to that, we would greatly appreciate that. You can do so at petsitterconfessional.com slash support. If you listened to last week's episode, it was 237, we talked about looking back to 2021, doing a business year-end business review, and hopefully you were able to at least start that process. I know we said that it takes a while, it takes about a week, so if you haven't already done that, hopefully you can in the next couple weeks before the new year hits. So today we want to talk about looking forward to 2022. And all of the exciting things that are happening.
1: (laughs) But it's more than just looking at your goals. It's taking what you've learned from that year end review and actually starting to apply it. It's also planning out the year and thinking through how you can make next year better than this one. Compared to 2020, 2021 was really good to the pet care industry. Many actually struggled to keep pace with the demand of people coming in and needing services.
0: Yeah, it seemed like, you know, obviously 2020 was a bad year for basically everyone. And then this year was really good for just about everybody. It was a bad year, then it was an excellent year. So we'll see what next year has in store. So during this episode, we'll work through, assuming that you've done your own review at this point. And just like last time, mindset is really key for this to be successful.
1: It's about not limiting yourself, your view, your scope, what you would want to have happen. When we limit ourselves in our planning, that's where we can limit the growth of our business. So we need to make sure that we are not the cork in the bottle and that we're actually letting the business flow and work organically. When we look ahead to 2022, there are some things that we are expecting to see. There was an urge to travel and there was a lot of extra money pent up in the economy in 2021. So there was this pent up demand and people began to travel. There was a boom in business. That's what we are all experiencing and have experienced this year. So next year in 2022 may actually see a kind of slowing down. That pace of growth may slow down a little bit.
0: Or it, it may go back to normal as well. So more of a 2019 kind of vibe versus a bust of 2020 and a boom of 2021, kind of more of a leveling out.
1: And economists are saying all of this, too. They're saying that surges in inflation should go down as supply chains rebalance and growth becomes more predictable, meaning that clients may be more likely to spend extra money that they have, or they may be more liberal with how they spend, or even be more relaxed in budgets and those kind of things because they aren't feeling the squeeze of inflation over the last several months. So there should still be strong growth all around, especially in the service and pet care industries.
0: Well, but obviously we don't have a crystal ball. So
1: unfortunately,
0: everything we just said in the past couple of minutes may be untrue.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about our business? What are we looking forward to in 2022?
0: I'm looking forward to more continued growth in our business. I mean, particularly with our expansion into a new territory. That's what we did this year. This year also saw us hiring our first couple employees, which was super exciting and incredibly terrifying, but we did it. So we hope to grow that new territory with not only clients this coming year, but also staff as well.
1: Yeah. Taking all of those lessons that we learned from this past year of hiring people, questions to ask, questions not to ask what process to have in place, and really refining that moving forward to make it much more efficient, especially as we look to hire faster as we grow. And then I personally am really looking forward to the Texas Pet Sitters Conference in February. And why is that? Oh, some guy who I know may be talking there. Maybe me. You? Uh, Me. yeah. I may be talking about um, identity and imposter syndrome, especially in the pet care space and why it's so prevalent and things we can do to overcome that and battle that as we go through our businesses. A lot to look forward to there and other amazing speakers and looking uh, really forward to getting connected with everybody else who attends that as well.
0: Okay. So that's us. But what about you? What are you looking forward to in 2022? let us know. (laughs) So we're going to think back now to last week's episode. We mentioned one of the reasons to do a year-end review was to prepare yourself for the coming year, to look back at what went wrong, what went right, and then to assess what you're going to do in the new year. How you are going to implement more of the things that did go well and what you are going to change and implement new things that will work in the new year.
1: So we're going to look again at those five categories and talk about ways that we can invest in each of them to continue to grow and make 2022 a really successful year. So those were financials, human resources and culture, major projects and initiatives, marketing, and then goals and opportunities. How you responded to the questions that we gave back in episode 237 will really inform you and how to look at the coming year. So starting off with finances, with a lot of growth expected in this industry, where can we look to see about investing in our business? Maybe it's time to start paying down some debt so that you'll be able to in a better position later, or start using the extra business to upgrade your technology, your gear, your website, to take advantage and be able to do actual more business down the line.
0: But if you found that you weren't as financially healthy as you thought you were, After you did the review, maybe cut back on your spending or change where your money goes. Gas prices went up. So did did you not make as much at the end of this year because of that? You know, if you're paying for two cell phones, one business and one work, try going down to one phone and using Google Voice to handle your business calls. Whatever the outcome was, remember that you're spending money is actually investing in your business. And this is assuming that you have a separate business and personal bank account. And if you don't, please make that (laughs) something that you're going to do in 2022 because that is hugely beneficial for tax time.
1: Well, and speaking of investing, keep investing in people. That hits right at the heart of the culture in human resources. Our businesses are built on people. You, your staff, if you have any, and your clients. So work on making their lives better. If you're solo, maybe it's time to find a way to give yourself a raise or give one to your staff.
0: Yeah, that is an interesting question. How do you have human resources When you are
1: solo, what does that look like? It's treating yourself well, giving yourself benefits, investing in yourself and giving yourself time off and allowing yourself to do things that maybe you don't want to because you feel like you're not able to because you're wearing all of those hats.
0: Okay, so if you have staff then...
1: When it comes to giving raises, on our episode where we talked about insurance, they talked about that one of the best things that you can do if you have an extra dollar is to give your staff benefits as opposed to a raise. Because when you give a raise, you have to pay taxes on that. You don't have to pay taxes on benefits. So when you invest a dollar in benefits, it's actually a dollar that you spend. And your staff gets something extra. You can do vision or dental or life insurance. It doesn't have to be full-blown health coverage, but you can find ways to invest people and enrich their lives.
0: And whether you are solo or have staff, going to a conference is an excellent way to invest in yourself and your team. Or maybe a new training if you are hoping to get Pet First Aid or Fear Free Certified. They did just come out a few months ago with a pet sitter-specific Fear Free Certification. Woohoo! So maybe 2022 is the year that you want to invest in that and get that training. Or it could be some other training outside of the industry altogether. Maybe just some specific business training that you want to get.
1: There was also a pet boom in 2020 and 2021, and not just for the cats and dogs that most of us think about. I feel like something about 20% of people looking for a pet actually got something like a fish or a lizard or something else. So, as we look forward to a boom again in the industry and a continued growth, what other skills do you or your staff need to care for those more exotic pets? So, as we look to make our business better next year. Really assess what other skills that you could use or let your staff use different tools or or help out in different ways. Let them invest in different passions that they have in your business to help them feel like they're a bigger part of the company.
0: Which leads us into any major projects or initiatives that you want to do. Maybe 2022 is the year you want to partner with a rescue or partner with a shelter in your area and really make it known that you care about the health and well-being of the animals, and other people should as well. Now is the time to really look at what you want to change. Look at new areas to expand. Do you want to open up a new territory next year? (laughs) Assess where you're getting inquiries from or what kind of services. Maybe send out a survey to your existing clients and see what they would be interested in.
1: A major project may be actually spending time to retool your services to meet the demand of your clients. After you did the assessment last week, or if you're still working on that, you may find that the services that are on your website don't really meet the needs or aren't really all being utilized well. So I think it's a big project for everybody to look and assess what services are actually being used. How can I make them better and more efficient? And really, I think that goes along with this is taking a hard look at our prices. With demand through the roof in most markets, prices need to go up to accommodate that.
0: Or maybe you want to start a new project of going from all paper to all digital. Or you want to change your website in some way or retool or start writing your employee manual. It's really about those big, hairy projects that you don't have time for in one go, but you always kind of have to be working on them little by little.
1: Yeah, It's not just about dreaming big here. It's using the data that we've collected and analyzed from your review to dream smart.
0: You're talking like a scientist now.
1: (laughs) Data and analyzation and collecting. Ooh, spreadsheets. Everyone loves them.
0: (laughs) Well, as scientists, yes, we do. Yeah,
1: I know. I have a lot. Uh, But speaking of everyone's favorite, marketing. Uh, (laughs) Your review should have told you where people are coming from and how your marketing dollars have paid off. So double down on the ones that are working and think about scaling back on the ones that aren't. If you've been investing a lot of money into a local pet magazine... But no client who you've talked to has said that they found you through that or they heard about you through that. That's money better spent somewhere else. If If
0: you get a lot of referrals from word of mouth, which a lot of us do, maybe give it a boost with a referral code. Is Facebook really taking off for you? Develop Facebook-specific content to share in groups and really drive up that engagement or do a giveaway. We're doing one right now.
1: I think one that not enough people do is actually building an email list, whether it's through auto signups for new clients, whether it's through links, through giveaways, through uh, freebies. If you have a brochure about pet friendly places, have somebody sign up for that. Give them they give you your email. You send them a link to download that document. And now you can start sending them in other information. We do a monthly email dump of new client emails into our email list. We sit down, we look at everyone who signed up and started using services with us because our intake form asks for multiple forms of contact. We take that email, put it into our email list, and now we start sending them weekly emails, not about anything salesy, but it's full of information directly dedicated to them. It includes our weekly blog, it includes pet basic pet care tips, and availability for booking in the future. So it's really things that they can use, and we're not really, again, selling services to them.
0: If you're not sure where to go with marketing, though, maybe it is time to get a coach or take a marketing class, which is a big one. It goes right into the goals and opportunities category. If your assessment showed a bunch of weaknesses or you are just totally lost, get help. Join a pet sitter-specific Facebook group or start asking questions or even a business Facebook group as well. Meet up with other sitters in your area or yeah, hire a coach. There are several of them in the pet care space and there's a ton, obviously a ton of just regular business coaches, but there are people out there to help.
1: Or maybe you don't even reach out to a coach, but get a mentor to bounce ideas off, whether they are in the industry or not. It's all about looking at where we can take advantage of opportunities and getting help is the biggest opportunity that we can do. So what other opportunities are out there in this year? The big one is conferences. Texas Pet Sitters, we've mentioned that a time or two, PSI, IBPSA, NAPS, all have big conferences this year. And we have links to their websites and our show notes and our website at petsitterconfessional.com slash episodes slash 239. And go and mark those dates today go set them aside, go reserve them on your calendar, start saving. And remember, it is a business expense to put towards those conferences. Investing in your education is one of the best ways to help make next year better for you and your business.
0: And while you're marking off those days for the conferences, go through the entire year and mark off your personal days off that you want to take off. If you have a goal to not work holidays next year, Don't work holidays. Mark that off now. Start telling people now that you will not be available, that they need a book as far in advance as possible, but you will not be able to accommodate them for those dates.
1: Well, and it's easy to do that right now because nothing is really booked that far out, usually. So carve that time out for you because above all, invest in you in 2022. We've talked about all of the categories that you should be investing in, in ways to improve to make next year even better. But the best way to make 2022 the best year ever is to make sure that you have the best year ever.
0: And that's because you matter, and you are important, and you have value. The annual review that you did won't tell you that. You just have to believe it, that you are worth doing those things for. If you want to create a reading list for the year, if you're a bookworm, or maybe start your fear-free certification, or you want to learn to knit, or wakeboard, or literally whatever you want to do, next year, make it happen. Plan now for what that looks like. Looking forward to 2022 should mean looking forward to an amazing you, and that means intentionally setting aside time and money, sometimes, (laughs) to do it. So before you get too busy and your calendar can't take another item, because we all know that Most pet sitters like to fill up their calendars and be super booked What and not not, not say no.
1: Not us. What are you talking
0: about? (laughs) But put yourself first in 2022 so that there's something left of you at the end of it. Please don't let us have this conversation again next year and you be pulling your hair out because you're like, ah, I wasted a year doing stuff I didn't want to be doing. No, be intentional about this coming year. You can do it.
1: We are here for you, and we are so excited for the work that you are doing. We see it on social media and in the emails that we get from you. We are so proud of the people in the industry and the hard work that you are doing. Thank you so much for making the industry what it is.
0: An awesome powerhouse within the pet care industry is Natasha O'Banion. And today she's going to answer the question, what's your favorite technology your business uses other than your booking software?
2: Oh, I love Grasshopper too, my phone system. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I know that a lot of people do not like to answer the phones and Grasshopper will literally allow me to put nine to five in my phone system and I won't get calls outside of that time. They will transcribe my voicemails. They will allow me to send instant text message. They allow for hold music. They allow for us to transfer phones to anybody on our team for five minutes, if I felt like it, you know, or a day or forever. Um, with us having multiple territories, it was always really great to just help each other out. So we work, we're not a franchise. We work as a whole. So I would say like, Hey, so-and-so in Texas is gone, you know, in Virginia, Hey, can you go ahead and back the phones up? No one ever calls us because we promote our software so much. But if we ever were to get a call, anybody could answer the phone. So I really, really love Grasshopper for those reasons, too. What makes them great is so when I started as well, I originally just used my cell phone number. I had no idea that my phone was going to go ballistic. (laughs) So I had my normal phone as well, like most of us. And then Grasshopper, you actually import your phone number over to them. So I was on AT&T line. I imported that number over to Grasshopper. So that was my new official business number. Um, And you can just keep it going. It's an app also. It's like a Wi-Fi app too. So you can use it on your phone. You can use it on your computer. So a lot of times I'll just take phone calls if I'm on the computer as well. When I travel international, I can make Wi-Fi calls out. Um, so that was really nice, but I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, my phones are off the hook. They're crazy. Literally that system will almost filter your calls out. And again, when people call me, they say, Welcome to Walk with Renzo on Ruby. Did you know you can book directly online? <laughs> That's the first thing they hear. And so most people just hang the phone up. When, as soon as they hear that, they usually hang up and then just go book.
1: Yeah. No, it's really satisfying uh, whenever somebody calls and we don't answer it. We let it go to voicemail. Uh, and then, like a moment later, we get a notification that somebody's registered uh, as a new client on our software. And you're like, Ah, oh, look, it worked. Ta da! <laughs>
2: It is. And talk about boundaries. It's such a great way to kind of make your personal line and your business line separate and you're not running the two together. Like, oh, oh my God. That all that gives me anxiety. My phone going off the hook, dinging and pinging on my line. Ah, crazy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Natasha runs a very successful pet business, and she is also a coach. So if you would like to work one-on-one with her, you can do so at StartScaleSale.com and use the code PSC20 for 15% off. We greatly appreciate you listening today. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other
1: 238 episodes, (laughs) I'm tired thinking about that.
0: (laughs) Feel free to share them with other pet sitters who you think would enjoy them. We would also like to thank our sponsor, Pet Sitters Associates.
1: Thank you so much for listening. And we'll we'll be back again next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh. <laughs>